What's up, everybody? It's straight off the press. I'm your host, LA Rams cornerback, five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, and Super Bowl champion, Jalen Ramsey. When the game goes final, you'll hear from me, honest and unfiltered. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Week six, straight off the press. Jalen Ramsey uninterrupted. Appreciate y'all tuning in again to the post-game show. Back at SoFi, as y'all can see, the backdrop. We just came off a, a good win, a good win. I'm not gonna say it was a great win because we still have some improvement, right? But it was a good win. Even though the season hasn't gone as planned so far, we are really in a good spot as a team right now. We are three and three. And in two weeks, when we come back to SoFi and play San Fran, we will be playing for the number one spot in the division. And, you know, in essence, in the middle of the season, which is a good spot to be in for the time being. Not where we necessarily want to be in, but it is a good spot to be in. Today we played the Carolina Panthers. Obviously, everybody knows they just fired their coach. So they had an interim coach out there today. Baker Mayfield is also hurt. So they had backup quarterbacks playing today. Regardless, it's the NFL. And as y'all can see, when you watch games around the league, it's any given Sunday, no matter whose the team is, what their situation is, it's really any given Sunday in the NFL. So we, we prepared as normal. We prepared as if they were at full strength. Uh, just, I'm sure they prepared as if we were at full strength. We, we're still dealing with battling injuries in the secondary, on the offensive line, so it didn't matter. It's just any given Sunday, we came prepared today. The first half was a little shaky, and that's why I'm saying it was a good game, not a great game, because the first half was still a little shaky. We actually were losing at halftime 10 to seven. It was definitely not where we wanted to be. So we went in at halftime and uh, a few of the leaders, uh, a few of the captains said some things and we, we got right. We came out in the second half and we did what we had to do. They didn't score another point. We put up a lot of points and well, we put up enough points. Our, we, we know that our, this offense can still be even more explosive, but we put up enough points to, to finish this off and have a good win. The defense today only gave up three points, which is huge. And that, those three points came on the very first drive. So after the first drive, we, we really locked in and we did our thing. For the second week in a row, I got a sack. Number two, I got my second sack. This week, I, I think, uh, last week sack was special because it was my first sack in my, in my whole career. And I've been playing in the NFL for seven years now. But I think today's sack may be a little bit more special just because we actually won the game. I got the sack and we won the game. It was my second one in a row, two games in a row. Like, that's never happened for me. It's, it's been a long time coming, but I guess this is the year that I'm gonna get some sacks. So, got my second one. Hopefully there's more to come in, uh, in, in the rest of the games and the rest of the year. So, I'm excited about that. Has, has had a couple other big hits during the game. They, uh, they didn't challenge us too much down the field as a secondary today. They, I don't, Honestly, I don't think that they threw a pass over 10 yards of uh, the ball actually being in the air. They had some yak and things like that at different times. But as a defense, we, we did pretty well today. We had to knock out the run at one point, which we ended up doing, even though Christian McCaffrey is a really talented good back. Matthew spread the ball around today. A lot of people got different touches. A lot of, uh, you know, there's a few touchdowns. Daryl Henderson had a rushing touchdown. A-Rob had a receiving touchdown. Vince Kronick had a rushing touchdown on the jet sweep. Um, just a lot of different guys were making plays today in that second half that we needed for sure to get this win right before the bye. 
All right, I'm here with our starting quarterback, Super Bowl winning quarterback. This is the first time I got an offensive player on the show. Our quarterback, Matthew Stafford. And uh, before we even start, before we even get into the game and, and, and a couple questions I got to ask you, I got to admit to the camera, to you, before you became my quarterback, I was not a believer. <laughs> it's a fact. I was not a believer. I knew you had the stats. I knew you had Detroit turned up as much as they could be turned up, you know. <laughs> but I wasn't a believer. I'm like, man, is he the guy who's going to get us over the hump? I remember I was in Hawaii. Sean called me, and y'all were in Mexico, I guess. Yep. And he said, we're going to get Matthew Stafford. And I said, well, shit. Now I believe. Just whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Now I believe. I'm a believer now. And in my mind, the whole time, I'm like, all right, what do I know about Matthew? I know he's the best quarterback I'm going to play with probably in my career, right? <laughs> I, no offense to nobody else, but best quarterback I'm going to play with. Uh, but he hasn't won playoff games yet. So I'm like, we got a defense. We got some guys on offense. We got to make sure we get playoff wins for him yep. this year. And really what happened was it was a team effort, but now I'm like, like, put it like this, like at the end of the year, after we won the Super Bowl, and I'm like, yeah, can't nobody really say shit to any of us. Right. You, it was like a Twitter debate. You ain't on Twitter. You ain't really present on social media. But it was a Twitter debate going on saying, is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer based off of now winning the Super Bowl with the Rams and all his stats? And I remember I did a podcast probably like, I don't know, a couple weeks later. And uh, I said 100%. And I might be biased now because I've seen you like as my teammate. Yeah. But now I'm like, he got the Super Bowls, he got the stats. Like today, you, um, I saw it during the middle of the game. They congratulated you. You, like, top 11 most passing yards in the in the season, regular season. But now we we got you got the playoff wins, like, the Super Bowl, like you got it all now. So in my opinion, you Hall of Fame. I'm gonna say you Hall of Fame. We're going to keep going so we can, you know. That's the intro. I'm, we gonna, I'm enjoying being here. We're going to no. keep going so we can try to get another ring and another yeah. ring. So then it's like no question. Yes. But um, I, I got to admit that to you. Appreciate I was not that. a believer at first, but now I'm like fully, fully a believer. I'm glad uh, I'm glad we teammates. Me too. I'm glad uh, we get to be captains together. That's yes. a big honor. I'm glad you're the leader of our team. Um, but I want to know, and I'm sure that people want to know too, yep. Like, how did we get to this point of, I went through a, I went through a trade situation. Yep. I won't say it's similar to yours, a little bit different, but how did we get to the point where Matthew Stafford leaves Detroit, gets mm -hmm. traded from Detroit, and goes to the LA Rams? Like, did you ever expect to not retire as a Detroit Lion? No, I thought I was going to be a Lion for my entire career. And... Um, you know, I know you spent time in Jacksonville and, and got out of there. My time in Detroit was, it was honestly like, I loved it. Yeah. Um, it was frustrating not winning games. I love the city. I love the fans. I love my teammates, all that kind of stuff. And and um, it was kind of just this perfect storm in my mind. Before that season started, I was like, oh, this thing's going to go one of two ways. We're either going to catch on fire. We're going to get this thing going. I'm going to be here for the rest of my career. Or it's probably not going to happen. And uh, when it started going the, the other way, mm -hmm. Um, it was just this perfect storm of it was the right time contractually for me to seek a trade. It was the right time for the Lions to, you know, got a new head coach, got a new GM, all mm -hmm. these new parts. And, and it was going to be the right time for me to try to 
see if that could happen. And, and uh, they were gracious enough to understand where I was coming from, understand yeah. the work that I had put in for them and said, just let me get a let me get a chance. Now, did I think I was going to go to the Los Angeles Rams? That was the last team I would have ever thought I was going to. I okay. thought I was going to be across the bay in San Fran. For real? I thought San Fran. I thought maybe uh I'm glad you're not San Fran. Yeah, I mean, I thought I was in going somewhere else because of the situation that was going on here at quarterback uh -huh. and, and the contract and all that kind of stuff. And I just never knew that that was even a possibility. And uh, the way it all came together was wild. Um, it honestly was, you know, kind of like a made for TV movie. I mean, it was like a movie. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there going, wait, what? And uh, I just know, like you were saying, not a believer, whatever, see me from afar, all that kind of stuff. I know that when I came into the locker room, it was a big challenge for me, right? Mm -hmm. Like AD, you, mm -hmm. uh, Woody. I mean, so many guys have been there, great players, wit, all these guys. Yep. And, and um, I've been in one place my whole life. And I knew the equipment dudes. I knew the guy that cut the grass. I knew everybody. Uh -huh. And now I come in, I know nobody. And uh, that was, you know, it was a tough situation for me. And I was like, all right, only thing I can do is just try to be myself, go out there and play. But it's an unbelievable challenge for me every day going against you guys makes me better and uh, has helped me get a whole lot better. But uh, it's a whole lot of fun being teammates with you guys. Yeah. It's challenging, but it's uh, it's fun. Oh yeah, we ain't gonna tell the people that I be picking you off in practice. Yeah, no doubt, it happens. Look, look, <laughs> we'll cut that out for you. But look, we're so similar in how our situations worked out, but but different. Like you know, when I demanded a trade, everybody hated me in Jacksonville. You know, it was it was not as gracious as, <laughs> yes. as, as your departure in Detroit. It wasn't as gracious. But I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as you when it comes to L.A. Was not even on the. I had no clue L.A. was even on the radar yep. of trading for me at the time. They had a keep to lead, Marcus Peters. They. They had a whole yeah. secondary, a whole good defense. The previous year, they were in the Super Bowl. I wasn't even thinking the L.A. Rams at all. But once I found out, I'm like, yes, like, I'm going to the L.A. Rams. They got a stacked defense. Yes. The year I got traded, we ended up not even making the playoffs. So I'm like, dang, this is not what I thought it was going to be right. at all. The next year, we made the playoffs, but uh, we got to the divisional round, I think, and then we lost to Green Bay in Green Bay. And I'm like, man, it just feels like, with this defense, like we, what are we missing on the team? Mm -hmm. And I think everybody around the organization had that sense too. And then getting you was like a key piece. And then we got some other guys like no during doubt. the year, like Bond and Odell. We got those guys during the year that were, that were key pieces. But the way it came together, you probably described it like perfectly. It was like a movie. Like last year felt like a movie. Yeah. Even, even like, like maybe we can get on Netflix one day. I don't know, but <laughs> but even like our our. Uh, like the roller coaster during the year, like November, we didn't win a game. And like COVID week in Arizona where like, I'm sitting in there with Sean before the game and he's like, Reggie walks in, he's like, I got some good news. We got most of our guys, bad news is we don't have Jalen and we don't have Higgs. And we're like, you know, like, oh shit, Crazy. I mean, just trying to figure it out. It was, uh, it wasn't this smooth sailing, it was all not. easy times, you know what I mean? And like Woody tearing his ACL the same week we freaking Get Odell. pick up Odell. I mean, it was just, it was a wild, wild ride. Um, I'll say this, like, it was a pretty cool thing to be a part of that locker room with this many great Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer type players and watch everybody pull for each other. The cohesiveness yeah. was really cool. That could have gone a lot of different ways, in my a opinion. A lot of different ways. And uh, it went the right way for us, and it was cool to, to be a part of it. Speaking of our locker room, and like you said, we, we had a lot of great players, first of all. Yep. But great players don't always make great leaders, right? And we know that. And just speaking of it, like today, you see Tom Brady like snapping on his offensive mm -hmm. line and going crazy. And, he, you know, he's the GOAT. Everybody yep. has a lot of respect for him, right? People always wonder, like, man, how, how are guys different type of leaders? Like, mm -hmm. how is the Rams locker room when, when they're leading? Like, how do you, how would you describe 
your leadership, not even compared to anybody else, like me, like I'm a talk, I'm a yeah. rah-rah here and there. AD's a lead by example, Cubs a lead by example. How would you describe like your leadership? Because me personally, I've never, before you, I've never had a quarterback um, that I played with, no disrespect to those guys, but I never had a quarterback who I felt like really uh, commanded the respect of not just the offense, but like the whole team. Yeah. Like just about the way you work and practice, the way you can bring the whole team up. And when you talk, like we actually feel your words. How would you like describe your leadership? And is it like evolving or is it something that you feel natural in? Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel like uh, I played quarterback for a long time. So yeah. it comes with the position, you mm -hmm. know? And um, I think the biggest thing for me, the thing that I try to look back on, right? There's times where I need to talk. There's times where I don't need to talk. Mm -hmm. There's times where I need to push guys or I need to bring guys along. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing for me is just trusting my 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 gut and being authentic. That's what I love about you, to be honest with you. Like, when you lead, like, it's authentic. Like, there's no agenda behind it. You freaking come in the locker room, you yell and scream. Like, everybody knows it's coming from the right place, yeah. right? Everybody's like, man. That's five, what I did today, by the way. Five wants to win, right? Five wants to lock people down. He wants to win. You're trying to motivate the way you know how to motivate. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome. Like, it's probably not going to be the same way that I do it, but I think that's what makes a team, you know? Yeah, that's that's perfect because we can't have yeah, ten of me in there. Yeah, we yelling at each other. Yeah. No doubt. But uh, we all feel it and we all appreciate it. And I think that's the biggest thing. For me, just trying to be as authentic as I possibly can. And that comes out in different ways at different yeah. times. I'm trying to feel the situation and be myself in that situation um, because people need it different kind of ways. Yeah. And, and um, I'm just always trying to do whatever I can to help us be as good as we can be. Mm -hmm. With this team this year, how would you say that, um, like we're sitting at three and three now, really not where we want to be, but yeah. actually in a really good position, like, in two weeks, when we play, got the bye week that we about to enjoy for sure. Then yep. we then we play San Fran again in two weeks, and we and we in essence we fighting for that number one spot in the division yep. again. So we really in a good place, even though it hasn't turned out how yes. we wanted it to be. How has this year in this team and this different this different offense because mm -hmm. it's a completely different offense? You got new receiver, yep. you got new new linemen. Yep. Um, you've had like different linemen every week rotations. Yep. How has this year challenged you so far, just within these six games, um, to be a even better player and leader. Yeah, I think that is a great, um, it has been challenging. That's yeah. a great word for it, you know? And I think the biggest thing for me is I want to be the steady force in the middle mm -hmm. when I don't care what's going on around me, in front of me, out on the sides, who's behind me, whatever's going on. I want to be the steady force that everybody looks at and says, I couldn't tell you how the game's going because this dude is just a rock solid, mm -hmm. ready for the next play, no mm -hmm. matter what. Like, I'm going to have great plays, I'm going to have bad plays. I want to be the same guy every single time because there are a lot of moving parts and there is some change and some things that are, you know, not going the way we want them to go and things that are going, you know, starting to turn the corner, yeah. whatever it is. I just want to be that guy that everybody can look to and go, all right, man, this guy's freaking steady as they come. He's going to be there. Everybody around me can look at me and say, hey, this is our guy. We're going to go. And um, so that's that's kind of the approach I've taken this year. Mm -hmm. There's been times where I've had to move and shake a little bit and try to, you know, yeah. try to get some guys going. But uh at the same time, I want to be myself as much as I possibly can. Definitely. And, I, and honestly, I, I feel that from you. And I think most of the team does, too, as well. Like, like we'll have times where, honestly, like, you'll throw a pick or maybe two, right? Yeah. And, you know, I got the DB mindset anyway, so I'm like, it's always next play mentality. But we'll see you do something like that, like, throw a pick, and, like, instantly we'll know, like, oh, that wasn't nothing. Like, it was fluke, kind of. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, when I get passes caught on me... That's what I say in my mind. Yeah. Like, oh, that was fluke. Like, let's go line it up again. You have to. Like, I sense that with you, like, as a quarterback, though. Like, I feel like quarterback and, and corner are the two hardest positions because you got to have, like, a short memory. You got to yep. lead. Like, it's tough, right? 
I really do sense that from you. Like, is that how you, um, not cope, but is that how you kind of get over your own adversities or the adversities of the team? It's just like, yo, you, you're like a DB. You have a short memory and you just, like you're saying, keep rock solid and you just keep going. Yeah, you have to. I mean, it, I've, been, I've played it for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of touchdown passes. I've had a lot of picks. I've had plays that have gone against me, plays that have gone for me. Um, I think you have to. If you sit there and, you know, here's the thing. I don't, I don't look at a pick and say, ah, you know, whatever. I, I sit there and I go, okay, how, what went wrong? Mm -hmm. How can I fix it? Was it something physical, something mental, whatever it was? And then I got to put it behind me. Because yeah. I play the whole rest of the game with the, with the stinger out and I'm not ready to go attack, mm -hmm. then that's not doing anybody any good. Right. So I just got to trust myself and say, hey, things are going to happen. I never want them to happen, but when they do happen, I got to move yeah. on. Because at the end of the day, it's about trying to get a win. 100%. 100%. You've played with a lot of good receivers. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about a lot. I'm not going to lie. Personally, in my book, Megatron is like top three easy, like in my opinion, like one of the best receivers. Like growing up, watching him play, like watching y'all's connection, I think he's one of the best receivers ever. But nowadays, especially now, now in the league, um, and even when like people ask me, like, give me your top five receivers or top five, yeah. it's always tough. I'm not going to lie, I'll do it just because it's fun, right? It might get a little reaction. But <laughs> it's tough because, honestly, I find that um, it really comes down to the chemistry. Like, if a quarterback and a receiver, like, he might not truly be the best receiver. He he might just be good, but there might be somewhere on another 31 team yep. who is more athletic, bigger, stronger, faster, whatever right. the case may be. But when you have a true connection and chemistry with your quarterback, that can put you in the category of top five receiver, top three receiver, best receiver yep. immediately. Obviously, we all see your connection and your chemistry with Cooper. But in your opinion, who would you say is the best receiver that you have played with in, in your whole career? That's a, that's a really tough question. I would say, like you're saying, out of the box, you open up a toy out of the box. I mean, CJ is what you're looking for, Correct. right? Six foot five, 240. <laughs> 4-3, jump out the gym, all of that, right? Mm -hmm. um, unbelievable player, Hall of Famer, all that. Yep. Um, Cooper, not the same, you know, out-of-the-box player, mm -hmm. but I have unbelievable chemistry with him. Unbelievable. And I, I spend so much time with him. We work so hard together on trying to get this thing going in the right direction. So as far as best I've ever played with, that's, they're too different to me. Too different. They're okay. too different. I, I, can't, I can't say either way. I know that um, both are... Wildly different players, but I don't know, man. I, I love playing with both of them. Cooper won a Super Bowl with that dude. Yep. Has some unbelievable moments yep. in the playoffs with that guy. Uh, just an unbelievable teammate of mine and, and mm -hmm. a great player. So We're going to go with Cooper then. Yeah, we're going to go with Cooper. We're going to go with Cooper. And I ain't mad at that because that yeah. connection is crazy. Like, you got you got connections nowadays, like, in the NFL. Like, I, I look at you and Cooper. Like, last year I was looking at A-Rob and Devontae. Yes. Like, now I'm looking at... We can say Joe Burrow and Chase. Yes. We can look at Josh Allen and uh, Stephon yes. Diggs. Like, those are the guys who is like, yo, these are the top guys because that chemistry is like, it makes that, is, that is one of the hardest things to defend is when I may be, I may have good courage on a route, mm -hmm. but when Cooper knows exactly the ball placement, where you're going to have it, how he, you know how he's going to break off his routes, that's one of the hardest things to defend as a, as a defensive back in the league. And I don't think people truly understand that. So. Yeah. If I was a quarterback, if I was you, even though Megatron, like like you said, like, yeah. yo, amazing. <laughs> but if I had the connection to Jim yes. Kubrat, I would have to pick Cooper too. Yep. Like, no doubt. 
you you and him have this chemistry that is like everybody can clearly see it. But you've even had that with like every other receiver that you play with. Like, where does that come from? I can tell that you really value like the relationship with your receivers. Like even today, you spreading the ball around. A Rob had yeah five catches, touchdown, yep. the most yards I think he had as a Ram. Like last year, Odell came at the end of the year, like December. Yep. He ended up with what, like eight touchdowns, yeah. a bunch of yards. Like the, we saw a completely different Odell than what we saw in Cleveland, right? Yes. Um, go back to when you were in Detroit. You had Kenny, and you yeah. had you had Gold, like yeah. you had guys on guys. Like that's something I can tell that you really value. Like how, but at the same time, how do you manage that? Because yeah. you had some guys. Like, yes, you had some guys. How do you manage? I'm gonna spread the ball around, but at the same time, I gotta get like my guy who I got the connections with. I got to get him to rock. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I've been lucky in that regard. Played with some unbelievable players. The biggest thing for me is communication with those dudes. I'm probably talking to them more than they want to hear my voice, but mm -hmm. I think that helps. And I want that info from them. So I'm lucky that the, the best thing for me is I've been lucky enough to play with guys that are really talented and don't have big egos. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that our team is that way right now. Mm -hmm. Odell came in here, was that exact same guy last year. Mm -hmm. when, I, when I had Kenny G and Marv and, and those dudes in Detroit, it was the same thing. GT and, and Calvin, I mean, everybody mm -hmm. just wanted to, they knew they were going to get the rock because I was going to spread it to them, but mm -hmm. it was like, in a game, I have, I've just had so few times where guys have come up to me and been, you know, frustrated or whatever, give me the rock. I've been able to play with dudes that just are all about winning the game and know that their ops are going to come to them. And I feel like if I do my job right, that means I'm throwing the ball to where the coverage is telling me to throw the ball. Yeah. And, and if we do that, then receivers got to be happy running the route and say, hey, if it's the right coverage or it's the right leverage, I'm going to get the rock. If I spread it around, I'm going to keep everybody happy. And I think everybody can tell, too. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, all the fans, like, we want Odell back, right? We want mm -hmm. we want anybody we can get, right? I yep. mean, we're going we gonna to get Van back. Yep. And I think people think, and, I mean, it's, it's natural for the common fan to think, like, how is he going to spread this rock around? Yeah. Like, when, if, if we get the Odell back, if we get the Vans back, and then we still... Like last week, you throwing bombs to two two. Ben Scrone is getting some passes. Yeah. BP's getting some love. Higby still getting the love. Yeah. Like people wonder, like how is he gonna spread the ball around? Is it? I know, I know you have to run the play, and it's gonna be dic dictated by yep. coverage. But when you and Sean, because I know one thing I think is super cool and special about y'all, like you and Sean actually collaborate on a lot of things. Yep. Like because he trusts you, he knows how smart you are. You you've been doing it at a high level for a long time. Y'all collaborate on a lot. So say you go in during the week, whatever day y'all meet. Yep. How much of it is like Sean being like, this is what we need to run? And how much of it is your input of like, Sean, I would really like these concepts against them. I would like to do this with our offense this week. How much of that is it? It's, it's I would say the majority. And I got to give him a ton of credit. He's an unbelievable coach. He's a really smart mind. I feel like I come in when it comes to, all right, I want to help our guys do what they do best, mm. right? So, okay, what does A-Rob do best? What does Coop do best? What does Sco do best? What does BP do best? Let's try to set those guys up mm -hmm. in those spots. Try to help out as much as I can. I get the game plan. I digest it, and I go, hey, let's tweak this, tweak that. What do you think mm -hmm. about this? And sometimes he says, nope, we're running it this way. I say, okay. Got and other it. times I go, I, I have an idea that he likes, and we go with it, you right. know? So it's, it's really fun for me. It's constant communication with him, talking mm -hmm. to him at all times. You see, after every play at practice, yep. I feel like I look back and he's yep. he and I are talking, right? Hey, what do you think here? What do you think there? So uh, that's part of what makes it fun. It makes it challenging, um, but uh, it's it's going to serve us in the in the long run. Do you ever does Sean ever cause something, and you get in the huddle when you call something different, or you get to the line 
and you audible to something different because you like, this might be what Sean want right now, but <laughs> this is what I want right now. And this is what the guys want right now. Um, Not very often. It's not happened, often? It's happened once or twice, and sometimes the communication's gotten mixed up in there, and we've had some bad plays, <laughs> so I'm trying to lean on just going with what the guy wants. But, uh, no, there's times where, um, you know, honestly, the, when that happens the most is sometimes – He'll be uh, sending a new personnel in or something. You know it cuts off at 15. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it cuts and so off. So I got no play. And now I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, I'm calling what I think he's going to call. I remember a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. he was talking about how it cut off, and I was like, I think this is what he was going with, and ended up scoring on there, whatever it is. And uh, that's where being in the same wavelength with the head yeah, coach is a huge that is thing. Huge. Um, but uh, I don't do it too much. I don't stray stray too much. Okay, okay. And lastly, I want you to talk a little bit about this year's offense. Like, obviously, we have a new offense. We we got rid of some people. Some yep. people retired. Big Wit retired. Yep. Our, our old line looks different. Uh, we don't have Odell right now, mm -hmm. right? We This offense is looking completely different right now. Everybody's wondering what's going on with the offense. What are we doing? Can you talk a little bit about, like every week I feel like I come on here and I say like something about the defense and then something about the offense and how we got to start playing a little bit better complimentary football, yeah. like getting y'all the football at times yeah. and y'all capitalizing on it. Same with special teams, like getting the ball in good field position and capitalizing on it. I don't, I don't think people really understand what that means sometimes, though, when I say it, like complimentary football. You yeah. know what I mean? Can you, you might be able to explain it a little bit better than me, like what complimentary football is. Like, yo, if we get a turnover, what do we expect from y'all? Yeah. When y'all have big play, what do y'all expect from us? Like, just talk about the, a little bit the momentum of the game. And do y'all actually feed off of our momentum and do y'all feel like that y'all can push us the same way? Yeah, that was the word I was going to say when you were asking me about the question before you said it. Mm -hmm. um, momentum. You know, I mean, that's when the scoreboard starts to light up. You know, the scoreboard starts to light up when, first of all, I'm not turning the ball over, right? I'm not scoring seven for the other team mm -hmm. like we did. Um, and when you guys are getting us the rock and those short fields happen and the next thing you know, the game was seven to three and then it's mm -hmm. 17 to three, yep. it's 21 to three. Yep. And then everybody's going, all right, now we're hunting from the front. This is where you want to play. Mm -hmm. And um, there's no doubt you know, we can all be better. I can obviously be a whole lot better. But complimentary football is something that I think when we look back at, you know, some of our brighter moments last mm -hmm. year and, and some of the best moments this year, that's what's happening. Yeah. And and it's you guys getting a three and out, giving us a short field, BP getting a great punt return, whatever it is, mm -hmm. us scoring and the crowd getting into it, the juice is going, yep. all that. That stuff's real. Yeah. And um, not to say that if it's not going that way, you can't still win a football game. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, it definitely helps and uh, makes it easier. So I know we're always on the same page trying to do that as much yeah. as we possibly can. We're fighting tooth and nail for each other. But uh, the more we can do that, the better off we're going to be. Yep. And I know we'll definitely need that, you know, after the bye week. Um, just to touch on this real quick, I, I honestly, I hate talking about it. Yep. But we have only, since I've been around, I've only beat uh, San Francisco, our division rival, yep. one time. And that was last year's NFC Championship game, and same with you since yeah. you've been around. We only beat them one time. What do you feel like um, is a key in that game for the offense, defense, special, anybody, for us to just get over that hump and just finally beat these guys in the regular season at yeah. least? You know what I mean? You know, I think when we go play those guys, I know, you know, it's a, it's a dogfight game. Yep. I know it every single time. They're going to try to be the most physical team. We're going to try to be the most physical mm -hmm. team. Um, the way they play the game and the way we play the game, um, you know, there's not going to be a whole lot of possessions, you know? And when you look at yeah, it, sure. it's like they're going to try to control the ball, control the clock. Um, they're not going to drop back 50 times because they know, mm -hmm. you know, what you guys can do to them on the back end and in the front, you know, in the front as well. So it's one of those games where 
all of the possessions that you get are at a premium. Yeah, make them count. You got to make them count. And you look at the NFC Championship game, it's the same way. Like, mm -hmm. It's down to the wire. And so I think the biggest thing is you got to continue to slug. You got to continue to give yourself a chance. And then I think when we play those guys, unless there's a huge turnover swing one way or the other, mm -hmm. it's going to be a close game. Yep. It's two really good football yep. teams. Um, and then you just got to have the belief in the fourth quarter, whether I got the hand, you know, I got my hand on the ball or you guys get to go out there and, and in the game like you did last year, like mm -hmm. that trust is huge. And, and I know, uh, I know I feel it when I'm sitting on the bench watching you guys do your thing. And, and, uh, I don't know, it's, it's always a, a big time challenge, but it's a fun one. I love playing in that game. Um, you know, feel good about, uh, coming out of the bye playing those guys. Yeah, I definitely do as well, man. I appreciate you, you got coming me. on the show. Thanks for having um, me. Definitely, after a good win, then we get a good bye. Yes. And we come back and we're going to fight for that number one spot in the division. Um, Matthew Stafford. I was not a believer. Now I'm a believer. 100%. This is actually one of the only quarterbacks, like, he will go throw a pick and I'll go up to him on the sideline and be like, go sling him over again. Like, <laughs> because I've seen him, I've seen, I've seen you do some bullshit. Oh, yeah. I've seen him do some bullshit. But then I've seen him throw like a 60-yard a, a bomb on the money over the shoulder. Like a next drive, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I ain't never had a quarterback like this. But look, in my book, Hall of Famer, glad he our quarterback. Led us to the Super Bowl. We got the Super Bowl win. And now y'all just got the first offensive player on straight off the press. And it's our QB1, Matthew Stafford, after a big win out there today when he balled. I appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you, brother. Amen. Yeah, I appreciate y'all tuning in again to the post game show. Stay tuned. Definitely more to come. I'll catch y'all on the next episode of Straight Off The Press. Thanks for listening to Straight Off The Press. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes drop every Tuesday. For full video episodes, check out Uninterrupted's YouTube channel and click subscribe. Catch y'all next week.